Hey everybody, today is Wednesday, October 19th, and we're here with our ninth episode of The Sportsbook Sharps. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to recap the gambling group's successful last week. We're going to get into a coach that is on the Stay Frosty throne. We have a special Spooktober segment, and then we'll get into the locks that I like for this week, and then I'll give you my lock of the week. So let's get into the recap from last week. The gambling group went six and two last week, our best week of the season. I told you, stick with us. It took some time to figure out who's who in the NCAA and in the NFL, but we are locked in. Gave you our best week at six and two, and we're going to give you another great week this week. I looked at all the picks that have been submitted so far. I love all of them. You can bet every one of them. We are just absolutely rolling as a group right now, so get on our picks. Last week, my lock of the week, I gave you Broncos at Chargers under 45 and a half. Winner, winner, winner. The final score was 19 to 16 in overtime. Yet another game that the Broncos uh, failed to score a lot of points in. They're averaging 15 points a game right now. They are just absolutely dreadful. Uh, and stay tuned. I'm, I'm now two and one on unders in the season. I hail from the land down under. Come with me under the sea. And later, my lock, another under that you can't miss. So make sure to stay around until the end of the podcast. I also gave away a couple picks that I liked last week. I said I love the Bengals at minus one at New Orleans. Winner, winner, winner. Nebraska plus 12 at Purdue. I told you Purdue always plays it close. They win, but they always keep it close. And once again, covers that one last week. Both winners. I also had a new segment debut on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok at TSS Gambling. Uh, where my dog Breeze picked the Thursday night football game. So he picked the Commanders minus one and in an absolutely terrible Thursday night game, the Commanders won 12-7 and uh, Breeze covered on that one. So Breeze 1-0 on the season. Uh, we went 6-2 last week. I went 1-0. Uh, everything's coming up roses, so stick with us. Uh, check out our TikTok tomorrow to see Breeze's pick of the New Orleans Saints at Arizona Cardinals tomorrow. Arizona's favored by two points for that. So stay tuned to the TikTok and you'll see that pick tomorrow night. Now for Stay Frosty. I got a new coach to put on the Frosty throne this week and it is Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. He's only in his third season at the Browns, but the game this week, I'll get into it later, just an absolutely terrible game. Uh, his first year, he goes 11-5. and five. They win the wild card game, although he didn't even coach in that wild card game because he had a COVID positive test. Uh, last year, they went 8-9. and nine. They got rid of Baker Mayfield. I think all the blame for last season was put on Baker, uh, fairly or unfairly. He was hurt for most of the season, even though he was playing hurt. Uh, they, they ended up going 8-9. and nine. Um, This season, they're off to a 2-4 and four start. Surprisingly, they're only one game out of first place in what is turning into a horrible AFC North this year. The uh, Bengals and the Ravens are both 3-3, three and three, so 2-4 and four only puts you one game out. But I think after the this last week's game, uh, 
he's he's not going to make it. I think that he'll maybe make it through the season, but uh, especially with their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, returning in week 13, I think they'll give him an opportunity to coach with Deshaun. And like I said, the AFC North right now isn't looking too competitive. So you may be able to go a game over 500 and win that division this season the way it's kind of shaping up. But this game at New England, you have, like I mentioned, Deshaun Watson's out right now. So you have a backup in at starter, Jacoby Brisket. He's a backup. He's a career backup. He started in Indy for a while. They got rid of him because he stinks. Uh, he's he's a very serviceable backup, but that's what he is. He's a backup. So when he comes into the game and when he starts games, you need to treat him like he is a backup quarterback. You cannot come up with a game plan that has him passing all over the place, but that's exactly what they did this weekend at New England. They had him pass 45 times. What are you doing? You You have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and they only ran it 16 times. They're two of the best running backs in football. I would place them. I would place Chubb in the top ten and Hunt just outside of the top ten, and he's a backup. I it just absolutely blows my mind. In five of the six games this season, they've had him attempt thirty plus passes, and the score at halftime was ten to six. So in a very close game, you know they're down four points at halftime. He has Jacoby Brissett passing that many times. It makes absolutely no sense. He needs to look at what other people are doing in the NFL that have backup quarterbacks starting like the Dallas Cowboys with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush attempted only 16 passes in their win against the Rams two weeks ago. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but Stefanski needs to actually be more like Mike McCarthy, who has Zeke and Pollard at running back. They need to run the ball so much more in Cleveland. Uh, This weekend, he needs to really show that he understands what he did wrong with the game plan the week before. And if he comes out and has brisket pass 50 times again, there's no hope for him. He clearly doesn't understand the NFL and what he has as a team. And he just needs to be fired. So Kevin Stefanski, stay frosty. Now for our special spooktober segment. These are spooky bad quarterbacks this year. I don't know if you've noticed, like I've noticed in the NFL, The quarterback play is absolutely terrible this season. I'm not sure what exactly is going on, but I picked out five quarterbacks that I wanted to call out in this. I could probably do a segment on almost every quarterback in the NFL this year with the exception of four or five. The quarterbacking play has just been absolutely terrible this year. The first one I want to call out for his spooky bad play is Mitch Trubisky. The Steelers are two and four on the season. They benched him at halftime of week four, but he actually came back in last weekend because the starter got concussed. He looks absolutely terrible. I don't know what the Steelers were thinking getting him in the offseason. I know that Roethlisberger retired and you needed something, but you might as well just go with a new quarterback that's a rookie or has been in the league a year or two. We all know what Trubisky was in Chicago. To think that he was anything other than that is just a bad GM. So he has just been absolutely terrible. He's completed 60% of his passes, and the average on percentage complete for quarterbacks in the NFL this year is 67%. So he's well below the average. Uh, They're 2-4. and Like I said, that division 
it's still competitive. So two and four is only a game out. They need to just bench Trubisky, I think, for the rest of the year. Uh, go with Pickett. Uh, if he's if he's not concussed, he got concussed in the game the other day. But uh, Mitch, you've been spooky bad this year. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, one in five in the dreadful NFC South. Uh, he's thrown four picks in five games. He's even worse than Trubisky, 55% completion percentage. Um, the interim coach, they, they fired Matt Rule, if you remember, a few weeks ago. The interim coach, Steve Wilkes, says that Baker must fight for his job again. Uh, the Panthers, they didn't really give up much at all. They gave up a fifth-round pick to get Baker, but um, he... He is was not work. I mean, it ended up not. It's not working out for him. Uh, so it's just time for him to be benched in Carolina. Uh, it was worth it, you know. Fifth round pick, not that much to give up to to try it and maybe think that he was injured last year and he had some decent to successful seasons in Cleveland and did maybe getting out of Cleveland and get the Cleveland stink off him. Would that make him a better quarterback? Absolutely not. He looks horrible. Every game I've seen on him this year, he has been absolutely spooky bad. Now for a surprising one on the list, Tom Brady. They are 3-3 three and three this year. They actually lead the NFC South with that record of 3-3. Three and three. He's right at 67% completions percentage, so he's, he's doing okay with that. Um, but if you watch any of his games... They're missing the big plays down in Tampa. Everything he's doing is dink and dunk, you know, under five yards, uh, people out in the flats, people coming across the middle. He has no big arm this season, which makes total sense. He's 45 years old. He's an old man. So that's what he's going to give you. But it's just not the Tom Brady that we're used to. It's not the electric guy that you know, strikes in three plays and all of a sudden they score a touchdown in three plays. He's just not that guy this year. Uh, also, a little bit on the head coach there, two weeks in a row, he's had over 40 passes. And two weeks of the season, he's had over 50. He's an old man. He's 45 years old. What are you doing having him out there throwing 50 passes a game? Run the ball. That's an option. A lot of their games have been close. I, his arm's going to fall off by the end of the season if he keeps up this rate of passing 40 and 50 times. Uh, also, might be going through a divorce. And if you've seen him, his face, he looks very like pale and sunken in. He doesn't look well. So it might be time for Tom Brady to just hang it up, period. But this season, he's been spooky bad. Another quarterback that historically has been a winner in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers, they're three and three, second in the NFC North to the Vikings, who are surprising five and one this year. Uh, let's not forget, he also, Aaron Rodgers, should be in jail or prison, either one, pick, I don't care, uh, for lying about his vaccine status last year during COVID protocols. Um, he usually averages 260 yards a game, but out of the six games this year, he's only had two games over 250 yards. Now, part of this isn't on Aaron. He has absolutely zero talent at wide receiver this season. Alan Lazard and Romeo Dubs, who's a rookie, 
are the starting wide receivers. Lazard, he's always the guy in your fantasy league that you would find free to pick up as a free agent and think, okay, maybe I put him in my flex this week. Uh, he's got Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. He would maybe pop off for 18 fantasy points and then have four straight weeks of less than five points. He's the starting wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers this year. They they have absolutely no talent. So uh, there's a little bit of trade deadline talk about them getting Chase Claypool from the Steelers. I don't know if the Steelers are ready to eject quite yet with only being a game out of leading the division. So we'll see if he gets Claypool, maybe he turns the season around, but they don't look right. And Aaron Rodgers has been spooky bad this year. Now I want to get to my least favorite out of all these quarterbacks, Russ, Danger Russ Wilson. Let's ride. Whatever. Wherever you're going, I don't want to ride with you. The Broncos are just absolutely horrible this year. They're two and four. They're third in the AFC West. Um, his completion percentage is 58, but I was surprised it was that high because let me tell you, my wife is a Broncos fan. I've watched all six of these Broncos games. He is horrible. He looks lost out there. They thought this was going to totally turn their team around. They have an amazing defense, but they have absolutely nothing going on offense. I got some stats here to back up. It's not just my eyes that are telling me that Russ, danger Russ Wilson is awful. He's just awful, and their stats don't lie. The Broncos' third down conversion percent is 30%. That's 30th in the league. The Bills lead everybody this season at 53%. So the number one team's converting more than half of their third downs, and the Broncos can't even convert on a third of them. That's terrible. But wait, it gets worse. The last three games have been at 22%. So less than a fourth of the time on third downs, the Broncos are punting because they're not converting. They have just been absolutely terrible. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, they average 15 points a game, which is dead last in the NFL. 32 teams, and they are the worst, the lowest scoring team out of all of them. Their red zone efficiency is absolutely dreadful. They're dead last in that as well. And, and they know it. Every time you watch the Broncos on TV, the announcers talk about it. They may not give you the exact numbers, but they talk about how inefficient they've been not converting when they get into the red zone. And I looked up the stats before this podcast today, and it's worse than I could ever have imagined. Their red zone efficiency is 20%. 20%. So one out of every five times into the red zone, they're scoring a touchdown. That's terrible. 31st in the NFL is... 33%. So they're 13% worse than the next worst team. That's terrible. The Titans lead the league in red zone efficiency. And you're probably thinking, oh, you know, Tractor Cito, that's probably pretty high. What's that, like 60, 70%? No, 92%. There's almost half the teams above 60%, and the Broncos are at 20%. The red zone is where you run your best plays. And with Russell Wilson at quarterback, they don't have a best play. The best play is to punt. That's what they do in most of these games. They play punt, 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 and they hope that their defense gets a turnover, gets a fumble, returns a pick or a fumble, because that offense is not scoring. That offense has been dreadful. And Russell Wilson, 
I don't want to hear any excuses. I know you got your media team out in full force these last two weeks. He Every time that he gets in front of a microphone or one of his media team members get in front of a microphone, there's a new injury for Russell Wilson. I'm watched all six games. You look fine out there. You're not limping. You're not doing anything with your arm or your shoulder or whatever. You're not injured. You just stink. And the Broncos may just have to shut you down with some weak excuse for an injury because they can't continue to watch this and watch their $250 million investment just blow up into a puff of smoke like that. Russ Dangerous Wilson, you have been spooky bad and are the worst quarterback this season. Like I said earlier, we're on to the locks that I like. I like all the locks that the gambling group has been submitted. Uh, check out TSS Gambling, where I put every Saturday morning a spreadsheet of all the locks up so you can see what we're on this week. Six and two last week. I imagine we'll go six and two or better this week. These picks look absolutely fabulous. The first one I want to get into is one submitted by my brother Matt. He has UCLA plus six at Oregon. I absolutely love that one. UCLA just beat Utah two weeks ago. They're coming off a bye. Oregon, they've only played one tough game all year at Georgia, and they got absolutely blown out. UCLA covers plus six on this easy. Make sure when you're placing the bet, sprinkle a little on the money line, and you will not regret it. That is a, a just a beautiful pick this week. My other brother, Scott, submitted a lock that I like as well. Penn State minus five. Now they're coming off that loss to Michigan where they got blown out in the second half. Uh, they actually had a little bit of a lead in the first half, so it was a little closer than the score indicated. But this is an absolute get-right game for Penn State. It's a night game at Happy Valley. It's a fan whiteout. They are going to be so up for this game that minus 5, it could be minus 10, and I would still love this pick. They're playing Minnesota, uh, who row the boat, uh, has beat absolutely no one. They're 1-2 and two in the Big Ten. They've lost to Purdue and Illinois. Their only win in the Big Ten was against a horrible, horrible Michigan State team. They get absolutely drilled at Penn State. Uh, Penn State minus five. Great pick, Scott. Love it. One more pick, and, and I got a pile on the Broncos again. And the, again, they're two and four. The Broncos are not a good team. My cousin Steve submitted Jets plus three. I, I, I thought he had the line wrong. I don't understand. I understand the Jets are away and it's in Denver. I don't know why any team would be an underdog to these Broncos. Like I said, averaging 15 points a game. This is going to be a low game. I I don't understand why it's plus three. The Jets have been red hot. They're four and two. They've had Zach Wilson back for a couple weeks. They look great. Uh, again, this is an opportunity for you not just to take the Jets with the points, but sprinkle a little on the money line because I think the Jets win. I don't know when the Broncos win another game. They're in foggy London town next week against the Jaguars. Uh, I don't really like them there. but And then they have a bye. Uh, the Broncos, they just, I'm not going to keep piling on them. They stink. All right, now it is time for my lock of the week. Remember, I won my lock of the week last week, giving you an under. I am two and one picking unders this season. 
and I am going to give you another lock that is an under, so stay with me here. I've talked about it all podcast. The Broncos stink. 15 points a game. you got to get on this Jets-Broncos game. I know the points are low, but hear me out. The Broncos are 5-1 and one on going under this season. The under total is 39.5, and, and I know... Anything under 40 is scary when you're betting it. And this will be a scary game. They lost last week, 19 to 16 in overtime. Two weeks ago, they lost to the Colts, 12 to nine in overtime. This is a historically bad Broncos team. The defense is tremendous, but with Russell Wilson at quarterback, they have absolutely no offense. So as long as Zach Wilson doesn't throw eight picks and three of them return for touchdowns, This one hits under, under, under. So make sure that you get on Jets at Broncos under 39 and a half. Last thing real quick, make sure to check out my TikTok at TSS Gambling. Breeze will be picking the Thursday night football game tomorrow on TikTok. So make sure to follow them. Thanks everyone. That's this week's podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe to us. Get on our TikTok. Follow us on Spotify. Have a great week gambling.